Hey guys, and welcome to Fun Time Moms. I'm Ashley. And this is Alicia. And we have a very special guest in with us today, Christina Fatimi. Hey, Christina. Hey, guys. Christina is one of our long-term friends, and she is now a book author, and we are going to get into her book, Poems of Pain, Loves Darkness to Light. So we're going to get into that in a middle, in a, in a middle. <laughs> We're going to get into that in a little. Before we do, uh, Christina, we do this thing called a mommy martini where we talk about how our... Yeah, mommy martini meter. Oh, now you know everything, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch got a little red ball in her. Gave me wings. She got wings. (laughs) We do a mommy martini meter where we like... We go from zero to 100, how many drinks we feel like we need for the week, depending on like how stressed we are, things like that. So where are you on your mommy martini meter? Uh, I'm probably at a six. From one to 100? Oh, wait. One to 100. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 70. Good. Okay. My kind of girl. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually around a 70. It's Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're literally just getting off a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that's what I'm telling. I was like, you know, if you want to do another <laughs> day, I know woman. that's a lot. Like traveling yeah. and coming straight to do something, that's right. a lot. No, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I, I, I mean, and and I had a drink while I was away, but I came home. Oh, that explains all this touch and feeling shit you gave me, Kate. Here, they're trying to figure out why she came in here, giving us Google eyes and rubbing on us all weird. Oh, like, I mean, I ain't seen you in a while, Christina, but like, damn. I was giving love. I'm giving love. <laughs> you know, Alicia, Alicia you know, does not like yeah, too like much you, affection. Like, what are you doing? All this affection. <laughs> what is this feeling? Your 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 face was all screwed up. Like, wait, a minute. what do you love me or what? something? What is this love? <laughs> Just showing love, guys. Awkward emotion. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> you guys know Alicia is a bitch. <laughs> so it was That's, a drink. All right, all good. Yeah, I had some drinks. There, uh-huh. So I'm good. But I came home and, you know, you get back to mommy life. And yeah. Yeah. Have a teenager and yeah. getting an uh, email home from school. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, of things yeah. like that. Then, yeah, it just <sighs> brings you back to. All right. So Christina and I were pregnant at the same time. Our sons are six months apart. Yes. Yeah. So um, that was kind of fun being pregnant together. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Because one got pregnant with me. Well, man, we didn't know you while you were pregnant. (laughs) Don't forget that. Also, it was a teenage thought. It was. It was great. You were kept away from us (laughs) while you were pregnant. So not a fault. It was great support. I mean, to have somebody close yeah. to you pregnant at the same time. At the same time, I, I wouldn't yeah. have ever taken that back. I think yeah. it was like a great time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so our, our kids, yeah, they're they're fourteen now. Well, Rico's about to be fourteen. Mm-hmm. Antonio's fourteen, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just crazy to see them growing up. And now mm-hmm. we're new dog moms together. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> six months like apart again. Oh, they are. Yeah, because oh, uh, Sage will be a year in um, May. Oh wow! So yes. yes. Uh, well, not six months. Well couple months yeah that couple so, months yeah. apart so yeah. yeah so we got that going on but yeah um smells like pregnancy packs to me <laughs> are you alicia won't you get a dog girl fuck that you don't say right there that dog <laughs> gotta get the fuck out no. that dog did shit on the floor twice one time right beside the mat will you the, go through the dogs that? whatever thingy alicia is a dog step Grandma? Yes, I'm a dog step grandma. My grand's order. Okay. okay. So, her name Prada. Aww. Mm, always well. be the ghetto dog with the <laughs> Prada. <laughs> she acting real ghetto right now in my house. She got to go. Well, you go through that with the dogs, but um, luckily now, I mean, I'm sure with Bruno, you're out of that stage. 
Yes, so, thank God. Thank, thank God. God. Yeah. But you know, um, I kind of treated Bruno how I did with my kids. I was just telling somebody, one of my co-hosts, I mean, one of my co-stars, <laughs> Monique Samuels, is she has a book about potty training. And she tells people to start potty training at six months. And she told me she started potty training all three of her kids at six months. Really? And I was like, wow, like that's insane. And she, was, she said that she got it, a lady, um, I forget where she said the lady was from. She wasn't from America. And the lady was basically saying, like, you know, you guys coddle your kids and you wait, we wait too late, you know, to start stuff without mm-hmm. kids. Like, as soon as that kid can sit up, put them on a potty. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So, with, I was telling her, you know, when Antonio was potty training, I like gave up that at one point. I remember he was pooping on himself. And I remember I looked at him one day and I was like, if you want to poop on yourself and you want to walk around with shit in your pants, <laughs> then that's on yeah. you. You do that. And I feel like I did the same thing with Bruno. Like, okay, you want to sit here and be in your cage and shit? Okay, mm. and then one day he realized living in shit ain't it. No, it's <laughs> and not. He stopped doing he stopped, it. Yes. He stopped doing it. Sean was a piss pot. He's gonna hate me for this. But I think he pissed on his up to he's like thirteen. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, it took like I was like, damn, why the fuck is you still pissing yourself? And it would be like he got to the point where he was old enough where he'd be sneaky, like. I'm like, I knew he pissed on himself when I woke up and he was already in a tub or something. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yes. you don't even like taking baths. Right. That's and how he Ash had was. his pissy drawers in his like, room. That's how Ash was. Whenever, like, she would, like, get up and, like, change her clothes or, like, change her sheets and stuff mm-hmm. or try to put new yes. sheets on the bed, I'd be like, knew it. You didn't pee knew on it. Right. Yeah. Like, when you start making that's that bed, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> taking sheets off. Right. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I'm yeah. definitely happy we're out of that stage with kids yeah. and, and, with, and with dogs. Thank God. God. Exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. I, and whenever we do have grandchildren in 50 years, I will not be changing diapers. My <laughs> diaper days are over. Are they? Maybe like the first week when Ashton first has a baby, like just to help her out. But after I that, I want to be done. I don't see it for me. And plus, a boy. I feel you will like be the... changing Ashton kids' diapers, girl. Well, she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like on the boy's side, like I have a boy, I feel like. Let that other grandmother change the diapers. Ooh, so are we going to be those grandmothers, the dad grandmas that people don't like? They going to like me, but they going to change God, their kids. Oh, God, I hope not. I feel like grandmas on the dad side always get a bad like rap. Us. Yes, like I don't want to be that. You have to Sometimes. be as equally as involved. I know, but just not in changing diapers for it. Why not? That's still your grandchild. I don't want to change nobody. To be clear, I don't want to change anybody's diapers anymore. That's why I stopped at one. (laughs) Not like our last episode. Everybody and their mothers have kids. Exactly. Yeah, at this this age. At this age. This big age. I cannot imagine being 35, 36 years old still, like, being pregnant. Speaking of, congratulations on our good girlfriends. Kendria just gave birth to her second child. At 36 years old. You know. And she may not. 35. No, Kendria just turned 36. Wait, how old am I then? We're 36. We're this, Kendra is just, her birthday oh, is just okay. in, in February. So it you seems like. Me up. I thought I missed a year. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Ma'am, you don't know how old you are? I'm here to think about it. It's just that her birthday is a different year from ours. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, in my mind, I'm like, uh-uh. Yes. What happened? Yeah. So she's, so what well, she had. Her first child at 34, second mm. child at 36. And she said she, she may have another one. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, she got to get pregnant like tomorrow because uh, I'm like, time is ticking, honey. Because bun. it's literally geriatric pregnancy at this age. It's That's yeah. the name for at it. At 35. Yeah. But 35 so now. many people are having it. It's like there are. actually a thing. Yeah. And I mean, I, I understand it for the maturity level, for financially, for, you know, feeling like you lived your life. Because we yeah. all had children very young where... 
we ain't had no money. We mm-hmm. hadn't lived life. We hadn't went to school. Like, you know, yeah. we were children, basically. It's lots and of they people, had to like, grow up with us, it, yeah. in a way. It's a lot of people, even, like, early 40s, like, 42, and, like, that range, still. Honestly, it makes... I couldn't do it. ...being single at this age with one child really hard to date somebody who doesn't have a child. So, with you oh, yes. dating... Are you, do you only want to date people who don't have kids? No, I actually would rather that man have a child mm. because that pressure is not on you. Like my most recent relationship, it was a lot of pressure on me to have a baby, to have a baby because he didn't have a baby. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was kind of like on a time clock, like he's ready, and mm. I'm like, no, right? You know, uh, do you want any know. more children? That was the thing. Uh, the older Rico gets, it's kind of like the freedom just, yeah. you're just more free yeah. every year. Yeah, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine having a 14-year-old you know I mean? and a newborn. Yeah, no. You just can go. They're self-sufficient. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't even want this damn dog at my house, okay? I had an attitude this morning. Because Charlie walked the damn dog for you. Like, I said, now what the fuck I'm supposed to do with a damn dog? What I'm supposed to do with a damn baby? Right. Well, honestly, the dog actually made... So I was kind of like almost thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe I could do it again. Mm. Like during COVID, maybe yeah. I could have a baby. Yeah. Then when I got the dog and I, it was like so much responsibility. So much responsibility. Again. Yep. They and literally you can't are like babies. Leave. Yep. I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could. So that kind of brings this. us into our topic for yes. the day. So um, I saw a story recently with Van Jones, who's CNN Van Jones, mm-hmm. and he made this whole like statement and stuff announcing that he had just had a baby. Um, with a friend of his, they decide to consciously co-parent. What does right? that mean? So some people were saying some of the comments were quite entertaining. Said, <laughs> "Oh, so he just go make a new name for baby mama?" <laughs> <laughs> but no. So what it means is that he's like basically he was feeling like he wanted a child. He wanted another child. He's not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I guess like over lunch with one of his close friends who happens to be a woman, mm-hmm. um, she was saying, look, I want a child too. Like I really want a child, whatever. So they made that decision that they would have a child together that they would raise as co-parents. Okay. Right? But there's so, no romantic link. There's no ro- romantic relationship. So how this supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the whole idea of it, of why it's, they're calling it conscious co-parenting or he is anyway Mm -hmm. um is that there's no romantic link it's just like we just both have a common goal we want to be parents Mm -hmm. so i know you're going to be a great mom i know you're going to be a great dad so why not why are we waiting for a romantic relationship we just have a child together Mm -hmm. right i have heard of people you know who've made pets like that like people was like you know me and my guy best friend said like if we don't have kids at 35 we'll have a child together i've heard people say things like that so i actually had like a Kind of a pack I said years ago. Now it's a joke because I said 35 and hello, I think I'm past that now. But <laughs> are you sure? Do you I, know how old you I, are? I told, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I remember telling Kelly before, I'm like, look, if you still think what your big age, because she older than me, when I'm 35, we might just buy a big house. We have two separate wigs, whatever, live together, right? Well, not but at 35. It was more so, well, right. But you can't I was be at that girls. time, you I thought 35 that, was old. Right. That time, I was like, 35. Good God. Yeah. But mind you, you talked to somebody who thought, they were going to make best 27. So I'm like, bitch, 35, I'm going to be damn near dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, so I'm like, but for my reason, it was like, because why I be paying all these bills by myself? We could just, you know, whatever. Well, you know, I've said, I think I've said on here before, like, 
God forbid, quick leaves this earth before me. And you I just get feel a house like, with me? I f- not even just a house. <laughs> I feel like I would legally marry a friend. Let's get a mansion. So that they could, you know, they would have rights to take care of me mm. and, you know, make decisions for me. No, that's really, see? And you were thinking about it from that angle too. Yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking about it like financially, we partner up. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Live our best life, right? Yeah, I mean, because I just wouldn't want to be out here and doctors like, making decisions and my kids yeah. being like, oh, no, like I just want to. Somebody you know without a doubt versus trying to meet somebody or waiting or what if you don't fall into that romantic relationship mm-hmm. having that void so I guess this is the idea around it mm. so somebody else who we love I didn't know that they they recently did this too oh. um, Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. so Anderson Cooper did it with his with his ex-boyfriend <laughs> with his ex-boyfriend who he said like yeah their ex-boyfriend whatever relationship but they're like best friends mm-hmm. and like family and he knew that he would make a good father and they both wanted to have a baby, so they decided to do this conscious co-parenting thing, too. So I wanted to know more about it. I did some research. Like, is this a thing, or did Van Jones just make a new name for a baby mama, right? Mm-hmm. So the more, I guess, well-versed term is platonic parenting, okay. mm-hmm. which makes a lot more sense yeah. to me, right? And, I mean, that's what it is. It's just literally, like, you have a platonic relationship with somebody, and you guys both want a child, right? So it's a non-romantic partner. Mm-hmm. So, no, your baby mama is not your pl- platonic partner, okay? But they are having sex to have this baby. No, so, I mean, that's not a part of it. So, I would think that's open-ended, right? I would think that has to do with the couple. Like, it's not, mm. that's not it's what defines decision. it. The, what defines is that we are no rom- non-romantic partners. Mm. But I don't think that necessarily means that if we have sex to have a baby, are we romantic partners? If we have no, sex just I've, to have a baby? No, this kind of rem- reminds me of the episode we had recently. Remember the lady in Asia? Mm-hmm. And she was having sex with the man that she wanted right. to be her sperm donor? Interesting you say that. Yeah. So part of the other definition now when I was reading up is that they were saying, like, you know, some people choose, like, you know, friends, of course, people they know. But others pay for online services. And there's, like, online services for this to find a compatible person who wants to co-parent with, you know, you basically picking out, like, do you got the same beliefs? Are we going to raise a child Christian or Muslim mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And you pick out this person that you think you'll be compatible with to co-parent with. You know what? I don't necessarily disagree with this. People do it all the time with for love, right? You know, the, sometimes the romantic relationships, you get into something, you have a baby with somebody, and it's, like, romantic, strictly romantic. It's based off of sex. It's based off of all these other aspects and not values mm-hmm. and not like really what you should be basing right. off having a child with somebody. Right. Yeah. And then it screws everything up because once the the sex and the romantic relationship goes down, you guys don't see eye to eye. The children are in the middle. Then this person doesn't like you because of this. And you know, it's just like, and then the children suffer. Yeah. So you feel like this may be better, you know, because you've already set up a structure and, you know, that we are going to raise these kids no matter what. It doesn't matter what's going on with me. Right, because of the romantic relationship, people get their feelings involved. Mm -hmm. It's too many feelings. It's too emotional. And romantic relationships end. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because feelings fade. Like, you could be so in love one day and the next day you really don't care about that person. Mm -hmm. So, but when you have a child involved, they always get that middle like they always are in the middle of yeah. that mm-hmm. so they feel it and as as much as you don't want to bring your child involved in your romantic relationships with their uh dad or their mom they ultimately are when things go sour 
So in this sense, it's like you guys are friends and they're not seeing that romantic downfall of their mom and their dad. Mm-hmm. This they're just always a this good relationship. Reminds me of like people who get prenups, yeah. you know, or have like some type of agreement going into mm-hmm. a marriage. Like mm-hmm. this is what we agree on. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like there are no surprises. You know, because like Christina yeah. is saying, if we're in a romantic relationship and we so in love for these amount of years, okay, mm-hmm. now the baby comes along and I didn't know you was atheist. Right. And it's like, <laughs> so oh, I, I don't want my child eating yeah, pork. Right, and it's like, right. or whatever. And now we're we're pulling this child in so many different mm-hmm. ways. Or I'm upset with you, I'm not talking to you, and I'm like, I'm not getting the, the kid this weekend, like trying to punish you. Right. If you have these rules set already, like, okay, this is six months with me, six months with you, or this is how we do it, and we already have all this set up, and I feel like this is probably more legally bonding as well. Like yeah. they probably have like mm-hmm. legal, you know, things laid out. Yeah. Hopefully. But and then yeah. everybody wins because it's probably like, okay, we have, I have my daughter the this amount of time, you have her this amount of time, and then we do this or we split this expenses and all that romantic stuff is not in the way. Mm. So to that point, right, do you think, how do you think this affects a child, right? Is it like when they grow up, right, and they have this idea of what, you know, creating a family is, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's kind of skewed now? No. And, like, maybe there's somebody that's going to grow up to that um, you, like, I don't not know. understand romantic I, I, relationships. Yeah, I just feel family, like it depends right? on the person because I, holidays. yeah, I just feel like, look at me. I didn't grow up in a two-parent mm-hmm. household. And I had, I, my, my kids are growing up in a two-parent household. So just because you didn't necessarily yeah. weren't raised that way doesn't mean that you're going to view you know, family and partnership the same way that your parents did. You know what I mean? And I just feel like the world is just changing. You know, so they're all different types of families now. A lot of free right. stuff going but, on in the world. It is yes. a lot of free okay. stuff. Whatever. But, <laughs> but even though, even though, okay, it may not be the traditional way where they're living together, but they might have it set up like we do things together. Mm-hmm. Like it's still mm-hmm. mommy and daddy. We just are not living together and it's a healthy so interaction. It's basically no difference between like if a couple split and just right. like a great cool right. yeah. relationship. Right? Yeah, because sometimes those the couples that split are toxic. Yeah. yeah it's and it's like, and no, and I'm that, getting the kid. And no, that you're could be getting more the harmful. kid. And that could be so, more yeah, harmful. So yeah, and to that point, like I would say like summing up what both of you kind of expressed is like you're kind of checking off all the boxes beforehand. Mm-hmm. So you already know like with love or like mm-hmm. you liking somebody, you ain't necessarily checking off all them boxes, right? right? It's just it's like, oh, I like you. It's like it. You find yeah. out after you have a child, like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, you know, this ain't what I thought <laughs> yeah. it was, right? This ain't getting what it supposed to get. Right. No, it's not. But, you know, so I will say everybody, so I posted on our story, um, and everybody that responded agreed and said that they would would have or would consider it. I think at, like, we, like it, we keep saying, at this big age, wrong. it's this different. Big age, yes. um, if I didn't have children, I think I would definitely consider that. Yeah. Yeah. So one person said that they're a divorced mom of one and they want another baby and yes, they would strongly consider this as an option, I guess, if they don't you know, find yeah. a romantic relationship. Because mm-hmm. you can actually get what you're looking for. Like, say you want a, you want a man who's a provider and successful and you know what I mean? He doesn't mind looking yeah. out and mm. taking care of you. So you're not setting yourself up where you just happen to have a baby out of love and he just be real so broke I just and want, not want to do I pay child support. Real broke. <laughs> what the hell? So I just want to clarify this. 
This is not what Nick Cannon is doing. I don't think this is what Nick Cannon is doing. I feel like this is what Nick Cannon is doing. No, because he's having these romantic relationships with these women. That's what I think the difference is. You know what he's doing? I mean, I don't know. He's building a community. (laughs) A community of cannons. (laughs) No, what is he trying out for, Ashley? It's a community. He's trying out to be the new Adam in the the new 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 Testament. (laughs) The new 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 Testament. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh, crazy. So Christina, does any of this resonate with what's going on in your poems of pain? Um, wait a minute, because I oh, wait. I just want to know real quick. Is okay. this like a sex poem book? Because <laughs> it's like, this picture is given. The cover? <laughs> this cover picture, boy, boy. <laughs> I thought it's it was. Good. I thought it was a beautiful yeah, picture. Very sultry. I mean, but yeah, the the it's beautiful. Um, She's a beautiful woman. The, the strap, the strap coming off the shoulder in the in the in the middle of the yeah in the middle of the, the hay. The little wet hair, a little bit. Is that wet? Yes. yes. A little sweaty. Mm. <laughs> After what, Christina? After the pain. So After I will that say, pain I, the I love will say in the in in the book, it is a lot of. Um, I mean, it's it's toxic. And it's it's dark and it's real, it's raw, and there is some poems about sex. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I don't know. I put a lot into this book. I will say how it came. Um, so I've been writing for years, and just on the side, it mm-hmm. was never something I thought that I wanted to really right. do. I just write how I feel, mm-hmm. and during. I had, you know, during COVID and we were just home, you know, I'm going through stuff. It, it just gave me time to organize. Mm-hmm. That's like, That was like the big, th- the biggest thing for me. I was like, you know what? Let me just start organizing. And I started organizing my home and just my finances, um, my computer. And I was just noticing I just had all these journals and going through these uh, writings on my computer. And I'm like... Okay, and I had like over a hundred just oh, wow. random mm. poems, mm. all poems, poems, okay. just writings, journals, mm. you know, feelings. And I was like, you know what? Let me just put them all together. Mm. So I just started to organize them on a Microsoft. That's mm. just how I started. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It was such a healing process for me. It's like it, it's like therapy. I mm. always say that. I think journaling is so therapeutic. I think you're snitching on yourself. (laughs) Yes. Yes, in a way. Leaving evidence around. Okay. But it is. But it's therapeutic. It it is therapeutic. You need to get it out in one way or another. Yeah. And when I was looking at these poems, like, okay, we're talking about 2020, right? COVID started. These poems are from 2015, 2014. Mm. These are emotions. I was like, dang, like, some of them I didn't even feel anymore. Yeah. But it was just the fact that they were there. And I was like, you know what? If I felt this at this time, I know somebody else could probably relate mm-hmm. and they could feel this, yeah. especially a, a woman or a mother or going through, you know, a toxic relationship or like who hasn't had that at at one point in their mm-hmm. time, you know? Yeah. So just things like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this book of poems of pain because essentially I was in pain. And I think that pain is something that is just built into the human experience. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Since the day you were born, you were it's painful. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we are able to express that and we're able to just identify with it 
instead of running from it, I think that's where the healing comes in. Yep. And that's why I wrote the book. So Love's Darkness to Light, because it gave me light in a point of my dark time. So let's, can you give us like, give us a snippet of, of a poem or a whole poem? Yeah. I feel like that they're short and easy so I think to read. That's very oh, yeah, interesting because yeah. I mean that almost makes it more interesting to me because you said like it spans all the way from like 2015 on uh, prior I'm yeah. sure to present day, and so mm -hmm. there's like so many different times in your mm -hmm. life and think about how many different stages you were in in your life. So oh, that picture is very sexual. Alicia, oh, look at this one. Let me see. See, you know what? And she got the eyes, y'all. But, but I will this tell you this. this you time, open that page, you might get pregnant right. by Christina. <laughs> Co-parenting co consciously. I will say this sample, I actually was in L.A. to shoot more. So it's going to be like more of an artistic book. And what we're doing is it's going to be a mini, like, like a table I, book, like a table, it's like a coffee table, table book. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 I a like piece. Of, it's a piece of art. So what you're seeing, like this this picture, there's it's gonna be way mm -hmm. more, way different. But, um, you know, it's gonna be here in May. I didn't. I actually wanted it to come out this month, and I, and I was like, you know, I'm not gonna rush the process. I mean, I get it. I I've shared with you guys that I'm also doing a book, and that's where I am. It's like where I have thoughts from many, many years and I'm, I'm putting it down. It's like you read it and you like, yeah. you, this is something that you're super passionate about. So you yeah. don't want to rush it. Mm -hmm. And it's no, it's no date that it says like, oh, you have to have it out yeah, right no, now. No. So I agree. Take your time yeah, with it the, and get it how you want it. Essentially the book is done. It's just the aesthetic part. It has to be right. Mm -hmm. And I just want to put it out the right way. And I wanted to, I want it to be attractive to people because people really don't read books. Mm -hmm. So you got to have something that's going to look at the yeah. stand out, mm -hmm. especially with a piece like this, but I will read. Um, so my one of my favorite poems I wrote this. Uh, it's called Love because I feel like maybe this is something everybody feels, but it's um, it goes like this. <laughs> it goes a little something like this. <laughs> little something, you know. Is this my? Right, do we have to have snap? You know. I feel like it's like, you know, I can't snap, bitch. Why would Alicia you say cannot that? snap. Why would you say snap? Alicia, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I feel like that's like an ailment almost. It's a handicap that you can't snap. Ooh, it's like people who can't snap, that? who can't roll their tongues. <laughs> no, it's not her nails. She's never been able to snap. I've known Alicia hey. since we were 14 years old. She's never looked. Guys, oh my God, if you could see how her hands are They rolling. just don't work. Whatever. That's hilarious. I didn't know you couldn't snap, actually. It's Alicia. really weird. Okay, Christina. <laughs> that's okay. She doesn't journal. She doesn't snap. Do Fun you fact. do? But that's okay. You have you have a special talent somewhere. <laughs> I know Damn. that. I know that to be true. I know you do. I know you do. I can't make a spike cake. It's like I know you do. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, girl, ew, ew. Wait, if you guys didn't hear that, she was saying she can make a Sprite can disappear in her mouth as she's playing with this Red Bull can. Want to see a trick? Mm, I don't want to see Eddie said, show me. One <laughs> time, Eddie don't want to see it. Okay, Christina, yeah. let's hear it. Okay. This is, this is one of the nicer poems, but, you know, they're, they're deep. So, love, what is this strange word? What is this feeling? Is it real when people say it but don't mean it? Is it real when people say it but don't show it? I want to know it. Real love, not the superficial kind. 
I want to experience a healing love that doesn't hurt. I want to get lost in a strong love that doesn't fold. I want to have a free love that allows me to express love freely. I don't want to be scared, scared to experience, scared to get lost, scared to have, scared to be in love. Can somebody tell me where is my love? Oh, that was good. So, so, so what? That's just so, what? What was the, the what's the process behind that one? Like, what does it mean to you? So that one was just feeling like, you know, the ultimate love is like loving yourself, right? You mm-hmm. gotta love yourself first. But you know, we're looking for love. We want people to love us. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't walk this earth and be like, I don't need nobody's love. I don't care. Right. Because like, that's just not true. It's not true. Mm-hmm. As much as we get hurt by people not giving that to mm-hmm. us, um, you know, we want it. Yeah. And so that was just me expressing like, you know, I do want to feel love. I want this love. I want to know what real love is mm-hmm. because sometimes when people say they love you, you question it, right? Because it's like, how could you love me if you're, saying this to me mm-hmm. or you're hurting me or you're going behind my back or you cheating on me like how how do we how do we identify with love mm-hmm. and that's just like something that I was thinking love so many people and it's true you know so but yeah so that was are you going to have like a website and stuff like I do have a website yeah, we already we already have a website it's not um, we haven't put the images up and everything yet mm. but I did purchase my website um, and it's poemsofpain.com okay. so and I do have an Instagram which is thepoemsofpain.com so everything will be on the social media and sites um, actually by the end of this month and that's where you can purchase the book and May that's amazing job, so, so congratulations we're super proud of you super happy Thank for you, you. Awesome. And Alicia can't yes. wait to uh, have your sexual images on her coffee can't table. Wait. Oh my god, I cannot they make wait. Me so horny. They, actually, I did some real sexy ones in LA too. So oh. you know, I mean, it, it's just real. You know it's what? sex sells. Let's sex go order sells. something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Sex sells and pain sells because when you think about just think about like somebody like Mary J. Blige, right? You know, she's. Like, Y'all want them happy shit songs. Nobody oh wants them. Yes, nobody cares. They're like, no, we want Mary to be crying on stage. Yeah. You right. know, we angry. want her to be angry. Yeah. You know, that's like, but that's her her best album was My Life. That was her number one mm-hmm. album. She, she was had, on crack. She, oh my God. Not only, but listen. But she was she going was through going a breakup. Break up, yeah. A toxic relationship. Yeah. And every song, if you listen, and it gave me a lot of inspiration, actually. Every song was like crying, like, baby, don't leave me. I can't <laughs> live without you. <laughs> Christina's not a singer. You know, oh I'm my sorry. God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm this sorry, reminds me. There was, there was a time when Christina <laughs> recorded a song <laughs> by the name of Summertime. <laughs> Can we have a little snippet? Do you remember any of yeah. that? Give us the chorus. I wish I wish I had that CD. Give us the chorus. Oh my god! Oh. It was it was like summertime, <laughs> <laughs> and I was really and I came to Ashley. It was like, right? It was like, she was dead serious. I was dead okay. serious, and I was really. And it, you know, let me tell you something. About it. Ashley's really a good friend. She. <laughs> 
she is. Because even though she might not really rock with what you're doing, she she'll listen. She she'll I mean, listen. She'll let you. She let me play the CD multiple. I mean, we drove to New York <laughs> playing this song. She really did. I feel like if I heard the song, I probably would remember yeah. all the words. Okay, oh like God. we really was playing it in the car. Oh God. And, and I was hype, and she. You know, Come to think of it, I mean, it wasn't the best song, <laughs> but Ashley will be there for you. <laughs> so, you know what? I appreciate you that. I appreciate you for that. Because you really could have been like, this is a piece of shit. But you really was rocking with it. So, but I, I, I was serious about this. I really thought that was going to break into... <laughs> The industry <laughs> and be like no, a, I just think it was I think it was ahead of his time. Oh, it was ahead of his time. I think you so know? too because yeah, you know, auto two. Auto two wants to know. Now you might want to have you, you know you might want to have an accompanying song with. Yes. With the, the, the pain. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we were just too ahead of our time. We were, period. We were because I mean, <laughs> if we would have had an Instagram. <laughs> If we yeah. would have had an Instagram, that shit would have popped. It would have I mean, popped. It would have. It, it really would have. It really would have. Like, yeah. our late teen, early, early 20s. Yo, I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, early 20s, I mean 20. 20. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they were really fun, you know? Yo, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we didn't. Well, at the same time, I'm happy we weren't able to, like, document some of that stuff for everyone to see. You know, I always say that. But yeah. honestly, I just be like, damn it. Yeah, but these girls out here literally. But that's how it is. Like now, the kind of things that we were doing, and you know, the kind of aspirations that we have. These young girls now, they're twenty years old. They millionaires, you know. Just they don't even want nothing off of it. They just be like, they do nothing. Yeah, they're just like, hey, I'm popular. That's it. These influencers are really getting it, and it's like. We kind of missed the mark because we were we were born a, we, were we were born, born about ten early. years too yeah, early it's yeah too early. We yeah we're, it. we're 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 early. preemies what are we elder we're elder millennials mm, I don't like that we're elder and stuff yeah well, mm. but we are but we still fucking pull up and see these Gen Zers got you know, us yeah the Gen Zers they just got it too easy they do they're definitely like the microwave but they also don't like to work for anything exactly you know, and not that. only that but they're gonna be in trouble in a few years cause there's only so many influencers you can be <laughs> like somebody got to be a doctor somebody <laughs> gotta be a fireman okay <laughs> hey we in trouble right. electricians right electricians right. plumbers nobody somebody do HVAC. Do it. like what the hell like come on now the they going out they don't wanna work they are going out man and, we, and, and they only want to work when the vibe feels right. Oh yeah! If they okay. feel any toxicity and, and the vibes are wrong, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not coming into your your house. Your house is hot. Yeah, bitch. That's why you here to fix the air conditioning. <laughs> that's why they I got the. They got the right vibe. It's it terrible. Like what? It's terrible. Yes. Oh, we in God. trouble. We, in we trouble. are, girl. You in trouble? We are. We in trouble. We are. Okay, so for playtime is over. I feel like. The only people that have been playing me are my 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 co-stars on the reality mm, show, which I can't. Definitely been playing with you. Yeah, which I can't, can't really talk, talk too much about, so I just got to tune oh, in. So yeah, playtime is over. Yeah, so playtime <laughs> is over, Christina. So, oh, you yeah. got a good one. Oh, somebody. So it's you about, got a good one. Right, has anybody played you this week, Chris? I feel like I, I will say this. Last year, there was a lot of people. They they try to play me. Really? 
And I'm coming for everything they try to play Ooh, me. Tell us, give us a highlight. So yes, just give, let give us something. something. I won't say no name. And ain't nobody telling me my... Y'all no, just played me because no my glass is dirty I'm as a bitch and ain't nobody that. say nothing. Ashley, you didn't care about the, the braids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just having a rough day, guys. I told y'all. I threw on a half so, wig. I got my contact. I mean, I, don't, I couldn't put my contacts. I told y'all today is the day, okay? That's who played me. The fucking the everything. Today is playing you. Today is playing me. I think people just try... They be trying to play you, but they just really essentially be playing your, their selves. Mm-hmm. Because really, when you feel, when you're like, you know what? I'm the type of person, I'm going to let you have it. Now. Yeah. I'm going to let you have it. You got to tell us you a story. Can. You can't just give us all this okay. uh, uh, ad libs. <laughs> <laughs> I know you almost had an album. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to change your name off right now. <laughs> Christina, summertime. I will say this. I had a lot of changes in this last year um, with relationships, with uh, friendships. And it it just, it opened me up and it was like, you know. Like an eye opener. It was an eye opener. But it was such a growth experience and I I feel like I needed that. But, you know, I, I felt like, I've always been the person that allowed people to just be who they are. And I accept people for who they are. Like, I'm not mm. trying to change Meet them you. where they at? I meet them where they're at. Mm. And sometimes mm. that's no, not... You guys know that. that's <laughs> not, it's literally uh, something one we of my <laughs> least favorite sins. And I talk about this in my book about wow. meeting people where they at. Sometimes people are lower than you. And I'm not, I'm not coming down to your level. Nope. And then Never. there are people who are vibrating higher than you. And maybe, yes, I, I should be, you know, trying to get there. But meeting somewhere where they're at because they're in a shitty place, I'm not meeting you there. Well, not, I, and I'm not, not and I'm also not accepting. That. People use it to Right, and I also don't have to accept your bullshit. Right. Exactly. And yes. I, I feel like when I say that, I mean, like, maybe I should create more boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody just feeling like they could say certain things to you and you just like, you, you know it. what? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fight you on that. Like, even if I did something, I'm I'm more of the person who takes accountability mm. for it. I'll take accountability. I don't mind apologizing. Mm. I don't mind talking to you about whatever's how I wrong. feel, yeah. whatever's wrong. So I noticed that when I did actually start growing and I started, things started changing around me, s- certain close relationships, people who essentially were trying to play me mm. or I didn't put certain boundaries on um, I started to stand up for myself and start like, hey, nah, like yeah. we're not doing that. Yeah. And it was never in a disrespectful way. I would just, I was just like, I'm speaking out now. Mm. And so when I started to speak out, it was like, whoa, shaking the table. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh no, I don't want to talk to you. Mm. And it's because people nobody you know, wants to hold themselves accountable. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. People when you face face people with their own accountability, a lot of times people don't want to do it. Yeah. No. And a lot of times people take communication as confrontation. I say that all the time. I know yes. for me, I am a Ooh, I can come off confrontational a lot because I want to talk about everything. If you got a mm-hmm. problem, we can fucking talk about it. I don't mm-hmm. have a problem talking about it. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want to. Most people no. wanna shut it down and you know, I don't want to argue. It's not about arguing. If we disagree, we disagree. Yeah. But let's get it all out on the table. And we can still leave here disagreeing, but at least I know where you stand. You know where I stand. Exactly. And I know you are that type of person. And I appreciate that about you because if it's like something that needs to be talked about, you will talk about it. And I feel like 
that's a part of everybody's growth. Like, you can't run from everybody. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got to have a conversation. Yeah, especially if it's and, a meaningful and, relationship. And that made me question what is a meaningful relationship. Mm. Because if you're calling somebody your, your great friend, right, or your best friend or whatever, but then you hanging around them, you traveling, you whatever, whatever, and then you have a disagreement or you don't see eye to eye or something I might have said or something you might have said might have not been how you wanted to receive it, but we can't communicate about that. Mm-hmm. So you rather not, like, so the friendship's over because we can't talk? Mm-hmm. Then how do you value that person? Yeah. I always feel like life is short. If you have a relationship with somebody, everybody grows. People can grow apart. You don't have to be as close. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you value somebody, you can at least leave it at a place where if I see you and you see me, we're not having no weird vibes yeah. because guess what? We talked about it and we're just not at a place where we connect anymore. Mm. It's okay to disconnect. And yep. people are so weird with, oh, like, it's fine if you're not connected yeah, by, don't, that to don't somebody. Mean it's beef. That don't mean it's beef. Or I dislike you. It just means that you've grown apart. Yeah. I get it. And, and I feel like that's okay. And those are conversations that people just don't want to have. And then they'll try to play you when you're like, nah, I'm just being real. Like, we can be real about mm. it. But then they don't want to do that mm. so those are things that I went through in the last couple months but I get it at least your <laughs> phone blowing up girl <laughs> so out so who played you um, I, y'all just got all deep I don't even talk about it no more <laughs> <laughs> I almost got gang raped, but so what? Like, Alicia, stop. Please stop throwing out right. stuff like that. I told you. Okay, Do not well, put stuff like that in the universe. I had a very uncomfortable experience yes. with somebody, okay. but whatever. It's, Talk about it. Um, okay. So, Dating relationship? No. No, oh. no, no. A stranger. Mm. So Not I a was, stranger. Well, somebody that I, I kind of work at the same place A with, co-worker. Right? So, well, it's not a co-worker, but whatever. You guys are employed by the same people. <laughs> Very different roles. <laughs> like two different worlds. So anyway, I was walking into my office and this gentleman said, I got out of my car and they were in their car. So they kind of saw me get out. And you know how you get up and you adjust your pants, like you pull your pants up because mm. you've been sitting down, right? Right. So like, you know, pull your pants up a little bit mm. and, you know, keep walking. And he's like, yeah, you had to pull your pants up because all that weight. You had to pull your pants up. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh? My address is the board. And I'm like, I already don't even want to come here. <laughs> so I'm like, it just caught me very off guard. So I was like, huh? And giving him a chance, like, to get her out. Like, because I heard it. But it just, like, it fucked me up. Right. And he repeated, like, yeah, I was saying, all that, all that weight you current back there, that's why you had to pull your pants up. Guys, well, one, I never stopped walking. So to tell y'all, like, to give y'all a visual, right? I never stopped walking. I didn't even know what to say. I literally only got out, not today. I <laughs> <laughs> just kept walking. Like, but it just, like, bewilders me, like, how men that don't understand, this is how the Me Too movement happened. Mm-hmm. Because men say these types of things that are very inappropriate to women all the time. And I'm just shocked that he repeated it. That's like to say it one time, you know, it was it could have been like, okay, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Right. After I heard him come out my mouth. Like that wasn't it. Yeah. But then he repeated it. Yeah. And it was like, you don't know me. Like you don't even like even if you did, like what? 
Like, what is that? So I'm Is this like, someone you see on a regular basis? No, like, no. So you don't have to see him, like, throughout your day? No, never. So what do you what but, do you feel like you should do about this? I don't. I think that maybe next time I do see him, well, maybe I should email him and say, hey, you know, don't ever say anything like that to me again. Or I will well, report that made, you. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't make a comment like that to me again. Or I will report you. Don't yeah. forget to put that part. Or, or I will report you. <laughs> I'm suing yeah. everybody. Exactly. Okay? Then you need to put fire so, under everybody. Else I'm just days. like, it's just like weird though, but it just really had me thinking about like bigger than this, like just guys as a whole and how many times we're out, like even this week and whatever, and like people say things like mm-hmm. to women. It's like, I don't feel like men have to go through this. Men, if you listen to us, Feel free to DM me and let me know if you were just out or walking to work and women be like, yeah, that's because that thing looked like it's long. Like, what? Eddie, have you ever had an experience like that? Mm -hmm. Terrible. Where you have felt like a woman has said something sexually advancing to you that's inappropriate. Like what? Like what? Ain't nobody make no passes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Eddie, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking, Eddie. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just think about, like, you know, us as women, like, being in very uncomfortable situations all the time. Like, why do we have to put up with that? Like, yeah. we shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like, just, like, like stop. Like, guys, think about what you say, especially, like, in, suppose, like at the place where you work at. Yes, especially the people. I mean, I feel like, like not saying it's okay in a club or in a you know no, a casual but setting. It's like especially the place you work. Yeah, at. like think about it, because like I'm sure he's probably worked there for forty years. You want to lose your forty year career? Do you feel like you your butt's been getting more attention? You know, it's weird. Like like this last like a few weeks, it's been like I'm like, what the hell is it? The thing thinking like, oh, right? Is I'm it like, but I had a long blazer. I mean, actually, you see me today. Like, I am not looking like you could even <laughs> see my butt. Like, I'm just so confused. Right. Like, she I'm has like, all the blazer pants, a button long up. line mm-hmm. blazer. Okay, like past my buttocks, actually. <laughs> so I'm just like, what the heck? Like, you why know did what? you think Guys it's okay? Think that because they think it's a joke. You know, he definitely throws like, a good... Oh, like he, he cracked playing. himself up. Oh, that's a, you oh, know he's what I'm laughing? Saying? Oh, yeah, he was okay. laughing. If he said it the second time, he was like, I said <laughs> all that weight back there, so I had to put your pants up. I may- literally was like, not today. <laughs> Maybe he thought it was a compliment. I think he yeah. did. I think he did. Like, but honestly, they, I think, think he did. They think they're playing with you. You know, like, it's like, like we're not trying to be offensive. Like, so like, if you I'm were just, to say something, like, I'm just joking. Like, right. why, 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 are, you like, so why are you upset? So it's like, literally, like, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, because I don't take it, like, I, it's not like I thought, like, I was in danger or, like, mm-hmm. he was going to, like, you know, you know, do something to me mm-hmm. or, you know, harassing me or whatever. But it was just like, that's just fucking inappropriate. Yeah. Like, even if we was that cool, we never that cool. Mm-hmm. Like, never. I never gave you a vibe ever when I see you. That, we're not friends that, at that all. That you can tell me that's that's my that, thing weight, is that weight, that weight back there. <laughs> like, I'm like, and then what the hell is that? <laughs> he right. was trying to say that thing is thing. That thing is thing. <laughs> it, it old people language. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sorry that both of you had to experience <laughs> what you guys are experiencing at people yes. play job. That's okay. Yeah. You I've guys, seen you, how some you, people you guys will be able to see. Said, you guys will be able to see people play me in a few weeks. So. So we just can't talk about it. That's all. Right. You right. also you also will get to see uh, Christina off off air before we came up. Christina asked me today get to see the real Ashley and 
That, there's a there's a real Ashley there's moment. There's a glimpse. Yeah. yeah, there's a glimpse. You of have that. to if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been trying to hold. Right, that's the show. Ad. Close out right there. If, if you know, know, you know, you know. You know. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Ashley Brittany and me at Alicia Chris and and me at Chris Fatimi F A T E M I. Alicia, oh, so you do. You just want to tell people follow. The poems. Well, Both. Well, okay. follow me first. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll lead you to the poem. And I'll lead, you, I'll lead you to the promised land. I promise you if you follow me. So it's C-H-R-I-S-F-A-T-E-M-I. And make sure you're following us at Funtime Moms. And remember, we're not regular moms. We're Funtime Moms. <laughs>